Welcome in to the Money Call Podcast. It's the Thanksgiving episode. I'm your host, Samuel Bigelow, here with Gabby Mozipo. It's uh, November 22nd. It's a Wednesday, so actually not quite Thanksgiving, but uh, it's pretty late on Wednesday, so we're going to call it Thanksgiving. But uh, thank you all for joining us. It's uh, another another episode here, um, another uh, another week of uh, football. Uh, Gabby, how is, uh, how is your Thanksgiving week going, and uh, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, Sam. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about football, one of the best weeks of the year in that regard. I'm thankful for a lot of things. Thankful for my friends and family. Thankful for you, Sam. Thankful for just having living a healthy life. And I'm thankful to be able to talk about these lines today and hopefully win some money. So um, there's a lot to be thankful for. Uh, you're a sweetheart, Gabby. I'm thankful for you as well. And I, I couldn't have said all the all the other things better better myself. Uh, thankful for all that as well on my end, but uh, thankful for uh, doing getting to do this podcast as well. Uh, it's going to be another episode with the same uh, kind of schedule or uh, cadence that we've been doing our our previous ones. So obviously, we're going to do every pick every game against the spread. We'll expedite the Thanksgiving ones since if you're listening to this, it's it's probably Thanksgiving or past that. So we'll expedite those, but we'll tell you who we'd pick anyways in case you get there beforehand. But uh, yeah, and then we'll, of course, do our best bets and picks against the spread. But uh, last week, me and Gabby, we tied. We went seven and seven. We tied the spread. We tied each other. We each went seven and seven at 500 there. Uh, looking for a little bit of a bounce back week. You want to have the a winning record there. That's, uh, that's close, not a losing record, but uh, I think we both can do better. Uh, I retain my narrow lead against uh, Gabby overall, and uh, we both keep winning records on the season overall as well. So in the end, not so bad, but um, it'd be great to get a winning record uh, going into going into week 13. So, uh, yeah, let's jump right into it. Uh, as I mentioned previously, we got our Thanksgiving games that we are going to expedite uh, our uh, picks in just because obviously you probably aren't listening to this uh, before these games are played. But anyways, we'll start here. We got Green Bay coming into Detroit. The, this line has moved a little bit. Green Bay is eight point favorites now uh, or underdogs, excuse me, uh, against Detroit. Gabby, which way are you going with this one? I'm going with Detroit, um, Green Bay is really banged up on this front, so I think Detroit's going to be able to just run the football down their throat. Yeah, I'll be taking Green Bay. I just think uh, on Thanksgiving in a divisional game, a Green Bay played better last week. I think they make a comeback, cover the spread. Um, Washington plus three in Dallas, uh, the second game on Thanksgiving. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with Washington. Personally, I bet them at 11 and the lines made it bigger. Uh, I think Washington can score points. I think they they lose, but not by thirteen. Give me Washington. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Dallas here. I think they're gonna be be pretty dominant here on Thanksgiving. And I don't know if Washington's played any good teams this year, or at least good defenses. Last good defense that you could argue they played is Buffalo, and Buffalo destroyed them. So I think Sam Howell's in for a day. 
Um, he's also on pace to be the most sacked quarterback. So um, I think Cowboys covered 13 here pretty easily. Okay. And last but not least, we got the Seattle-San Francisco uh, divisional matchup in Seattle. San Francisco, seven-point favorites. Uh, Gabby, what are you thinking there? Can we go with San Francisco here? I think they're going to be able to just control the game with Christian McCaffrey. Um, and it sounds like uh, the Seahawks wide receiver room is banged up. So we'll go with the 49ers here. Yeah, some of the injuries on Seattle are definitely concerning for me, but I think this is a game that the Seahawks feel like they got to have. I think Geno plays. I think uh, he plays well. Um, I think that Seattle keeps it close, and I do think uh, San Francisco wins, but I think Seattle keeps it close, especially on a primetime Thanksgiving game, um, especially the evening one. I think Seattle is going to get hyped up for this game. Pete can do that. Uh, give me Seattle. Plus seven. Not to win, though. Um, next game. Now that we got through those Thanksgiving ones, we can give it a little bit more uh, of uh, some breathing room. Uh, but our next game we got is Miami coming into New York to face the Jets in the very first Black Friday game. This one's at noon on the West Coast. This is a 10 point spread. The Dolphins are favored, of course. For me, I'll be taking the Jets plus 10. Uh, I just think in a game that I, I think is um, not going to be super close, obviously. I just think the Jets, they, they do just enough to keep it close. Ten points is just a little too much in a game that the Jets feel like they have to win or have to – yeah, they I, I mean, they've got to feel like they have to win this game in, in the division uh, at their the record they're at. I don't know exactly what it is. I think it's uh, four and six. Um, they have to win. They can't be four and seven. They're, they're probably not making the playoffs of that record. And then Aaron Rodgers isn't coming back, so – um. Yeah, I, I just think that the Jets, they feel like they're really got to be animated for this one. It's, of course, primetime. Uh, Miami, I think, still pulls it out because they're obviously the superior team. But I think the Jets keep it closer than maybe people think. They had a bad week last week against Buffalo. I think the defense bounces back. So uh, give me the Jets plus 10. Gabby, what do you think about that one? I'm not betting on Boyle here. He's one of the worst quarterbacks to ever play. He's got a, um, a negative touchdown to interception ratio and in his first start. Um, I don't think he's going to be able to keep up with the Dolphins. So I'm going to get the Dolphins here minus 10 pretty easily. Yeah, and uh, I'm glad you mentioned Tim Boyle. I, For me, I think we haven't seen enough to really judge him too much. Uh, I heard he played well in the preseason. I personally don't know if that's true or not. I didn't watch the Jets preseason. Um, but I think, I mean, I'm not thinking he's going to be any worse than Zach Wilson has been. So, um, and if he is, I'd be, I'd be pretty impressed. Uh, and, but I, I mean, yeah, hard to be worse than Zach Wilson's been. He hasn't been putting up points at all. So, uh, yeah, staying with the Jets there. Um, next one we got is Jacksonville. Uh, minus one and a half coming into Houston. Uh, Jags, favorites on the road. Gabby, what do you think about this one? Yeah, here I'm going to go with Houston. Um, Jags were uh, in that first matchup, I believe, correctly. I think that, oh, 
Houston was able to win that game. And in that case, yeah, Houston was able to win that game. <laughs> so I think Houston's going to be able to do it again here. They've been pretty dominant um, these last couple weeks, being able to beat the Cardinals. And the Bengals, they're just on a, a nice streak ever since beating the – ever since beating the Bucks in that game of the year where they scored 39 points. So I think C.J. Stroud, MVP candidate, is going to be able to just continue to move the ball versus the Jaguars. And Trevor Lawrence, people think he had a good game. I know he kind of had a resurgence, but Tennessee is a pass funnel defense. That was expected from him. So I'm not banking on that here again versus the Texans defense. That's a little bit better than people realize. I'll be going the other way on this one. I think that the Jags are a little underrated personally. Um, I think Houston – Probably shocked them uh, a lot the first time they played them. They probably underestimated C.J. Uh, Stroud, which is totally fair. He was uh unproven rookie at that point when they played Jacksonville the first time. I think it's going to be a little bit different this time around. Of course, Houston at home is a big boost for them. But uh, for me, I just think the Jags are the better team overall, more experienced, are on the precipice of being a real contender. Um, you're right. That is a good point you made about Tennessee being a poor pass offense. Uh or a pass defense, so it was. Uh, it's not really a shock that the Jaguars were able to uh, to tear them up there. So it'll be interesting to see if they can continue it. Houston certainly better, um, but they have given up a lot of points to a lot of people. So I don't think that they're going to be shutting the Jaguars down by any means. Um, and I, I just think that the Jaguars they're they're going to be a team that's a little more battle tested when it comes to the games that really matter than Houston and. And Jaguars, they need this game. This is an expected game that they need to win to be able to continue their their dominance in their division, make the playoffs with their divisional uh, t- uh, championship. And uh, I think Houston is already kind of over overachieved. I don't think they have as much of a fire necessarily to uh, – uh, they don't have as much of a need to uh, continue to win these games. They've already overachieved. So, um I think in that in that sense, Jacksonville is a little more motivated, um, and I, I think Houston has had a little bit of a track record of being in, inconsistent for most of this year. But of course, last couple weeks or maybe a few weeks, uh, Houston's beat some pretty good teams and dominated some teams. So uh, that could be over. But I'm going to bet on C.J. Stroud maybe not being the greatest player of all time. Um, he might be, um, and I think he comes down to earth just a little bit and loses this one. Uh, so yeah, uh, next game we got Pittsburgh coming into Cincinnati. Pittsburgh is two point favorites, uh, after firing Matt Canada, but Cincinnati, of course, losing Joe Burrow. This game's got an over under of 35 and a half, so they are not expecting a lot of points in Vegas. But, uh, Gabby, which way are you going with this one? Yeah, here I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm actually going to go with the Steelers here. Um, I didn't believe in Jake Browning in this offense. I think it's going to stall out. Um, Joe Burrow, I, he was making this offense go, and without him, there's a lot of checkdowns to Trent Irwin. Now they do have a week to install, and hopefully they employ a different game plan, but it's going to be hard to bet on Jake Browning in his first career start. So give me the Steelers here. 
Yeah, I'm all over the Steelers this week. Uh, this is one of my favorite bets for sure. The Steelers, I think they get a little bit of a uh, coach firing boost. I mean, it's a coordinator, even though it's not instead of a head coach, but um, and usually it's the head coach firing boost. But I think the Steelers, they get a little bit of a boost here. This is the team they should beat now that Joe Burrow's not on the field. Give me Steelers. It's the kind of game that uh, uh, Mike Tomlin gets done. This is the kind of game that he wins. So, uh, when he needs to and when he's supposed to. So Pittsburgh gets the win here, and I think they do it by two. Uh, next game we got on the docket is Carolina, plus three and a half, coming into Tennessee. For me, it's just enough points to make me nervous, but I think Tennessee is just the better coach team, and that's really all it comes down to for me. I think it's going to be a, a slow, low-scoring, ground-and-pound game. Uh, I think Tennessee has a slight advantage having Derrick Henry in Carolina, not really having a all that great of a rusher, although Derrick Henry hasn't looked quite as good as he used to um, this year. Uh, but yeah, I think Tennessee gets the job done, and I, I'm torn on the point spread. It's, it's enough points to make me nervous, like I said, but I think Tennessee wins, and I'm just going to go with the team that I I think has the advantage overall, and with the spread that I, it makes me a little nervous, but uh, Tennessee should be the better team, and I just gotta hope they win by more than four, so uh, or four or more. But Gabby, what do you think? I'm gonna go with Tennessee here. I think this is gonna be a big Derrick Henry game, and I think he's gonna have a big second half of the year. Um, it's gonna start here in Carolina. They're the second worst defense versus the running game, so I think they're gonna lean on him pretty uh, tremendously here, and I think um, they're just gonna be able to win single handedly. And I think Jefferson Simmons is also gonna have be able to wreck today, um, not today, but on Sunday, as Carolina's not able to block anybody. Yeah, I agree. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, next matchup, we got New Orleans coming into Atlanta for a divisional game. Uh, it's a one-point spread with the Falcons as favorites at home. Uh, for me, this one is really just a gut feeling. I think Arthur Smith is a little bit of a better coach than maybe he gets uh, credit for in the media. I'm not an Arthur Smith big fan um, as a Bijan Robinson fantasy uh, fantasy owner. But I do think Arthur Smith's just a little bit better than he gets some credit for. And I, I just don't really have faith in the Saints right now. Something off about their vibe. Um, Derek Carr has been injured. Uh Atlanta's going back to Desmond Ritter, so there's not a lot of co- quarterback stability there either. But I'm just going to go with uh, the team that I think has got a little bit more talent um, in, in a lot of ways with uh, Atlanta having – or New Orleans having Michael Michael Thomas go on IR. So um, that takes another piece off their board. So, yeah, I think Atlanta's just got a little bit of an edge talent-wise, a little bit of an edge coaching-wise, and they're at home. Give me Atlanta minus one. What do you think, Gabby? I'm going to be on the opposite side here. Um, I do not believe in Atlanta whatsoever. I I think the Saints coming off a bye here. They're going to be prepared to play Bijan in that team here pretty tough. Um, actually, I don't know if they're actually coming off a bye. Let me make sure of that. Yes, they are coming off a of bye. Um, but, yeah, they're going to be able to stop Bijan here. The defense 
has been mediocre, but they still have talent that is able to stop the run here. They've been good against running backs, so I think the Saints are going to be able to – Derek Carr is coming back into the fold. And with the change at quarterback going back to Desmond Ritter, I just don't think see how the Falcons are going to be able to win this football game. So give me the Saints. Okay. Got a disagreement after we've had a couple that we agreed on there. That's that's always good. A uh, chance for me to further further my lead on you. So I love that. Um Tampa Bay coming into Indianapolis is gonna be our next uh matchup we got on the board. And, and I'll let you start with you, Gabby, uh, since it's your Indianapolis Colts, but the Tampa Bay Bucks are two and a half point underdogs. Which way are you going in this one with a over under of forty four points? I'm going over, but I'm going to go with Tampa Bay plus two and a half. I think Tampa Bay is one of the more underrated teams this year. Um, Colts, on the other hand, they have been horrible versus the running game and wide receivers as well. And they've been high scoring. So I've been playing, I would play all my bucks that I have. I, I wouldn't have Chris Godwin on my team. So, but if I had Mike Evans, I'd be playing him. If I had Rashad White, I'd be playing him. Even if I had paid on, I would be playing him. And ba- I think Baker's going to be trying to play as well. So, um, but, but yeah, I'm going to have the Bucks in the over. Yeah, I completely agree with everything you said. I, uh, yeah, everything. The only thing I would add was just uh, that I think Indianapolis would like to run the ball in their perfect world. And I think Tampa Bay, the biggest strength of their defense is stopping the run. That's what they try to do. So, in this matchup, I think it really uh, is a good matchup for Tampa Bay. Totally, as you mentioned, uh, totally underrated team. Uh, on the road with some points, I'll take that. Uh, so I think that'll make Indianapolis pass, which will lead to the lead to lend itself to getting the over and uh, will also kind of play into Tampa Bay's hands. So uh, Tampa Bay for both of us there, back on the agreements. Uh, next game we got here. This one is another one that the lines moved a little bit. Um, New England minus three and a half coming into New York uh, to face the Giants. Uh, this one, I it's three and a half points um, in favor of the Giants here. Uh, or in favor of New England, excuse me. Um, for me, I'm going to take the Giants here at home. I I think New England, I was on them with three points, but three and a half, I just, I think think my line was three points, honestly. I I don't think I could go any bigger. So this one's tough for me. Uh, With with an over-under of only 33 and a half, I think it's going to be a close game, and I think those three and a half points for the home team in that matchup is just uh, too much to pass up. But, Gabby, what do you think? Yeah, for me, I'm going to go with the Giants. Um, I don't think Mac Jones – the Patriots still not sure what their quarterback situation is going to be, and I think DeVito has looked better and better. With Barkley looking like he might be the best running back in the NFL, yes, I know McCaffrey is here, but Barkley is playing up to par right now, so we got to give him his flowers. Uh, I think the Giants are going to be able to win this game. And the defense, on the other hand, 
is dominant. Kayvon Thibodeau with double-digit sacks already, 10 and a half. I think they're going to be able to get after the quarterback here, um, Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi, and make this a tough game. So give me the Giants plus the points. Nice. Uh, next game on the board, we got Cleveland coming into Denver. This one, I think, is going to be a really sneaky good game. Uh, Cleveland is one and a half point underdogs, which is which is interesting. Um, but I think I, I mean I'm going to be picking Denver, so I guess I agree. But it's a thirty five and a half point under uh, over under, pretty low. Um, yeah, I, I obviously they don't think either team's going to score a ton of points, but I think Denver's a team that's on the ascendancy. I think Cleveland's obviously hanging on, but I don't think Dorian Thompson Robinson is going to be good enough to get it done long term. I think Denver, as a team on the on the uh, on the rise, is uh, underrated by Vegas right now. But I think they go they. I mean, they're at home. I think Cleveland comes in and and gets beat by Denver, and obviously it's just a one and a half point spread. So I'm not going to be really worried about that. So give me Denver, Gabby. What do you think? Yeah, with me, I'm going to have to agree with you. Don't worry, Thompson Rob, uh, DTR. Yeah, he got his first career win last week, but wasn't the best game. And I think, as as you said, the Broncos are on a uh, Russell Wilson looking like he might be a top 10 quarterback, like at 10, but he might be there right now the way he's playing. <laughs> Care that ball. So I have the Broncos in this spot at home. Nice. Another agreement. We're on a roll. Uh, see if we agree again here. Uh, we got Arizona facing the Rams. Arizona is at home in this one. Uh, Arizona one and a half point underdogs at home, which is a big surprise to me, to be honest. The Rams, they looked like crap on offense last week, and Seattle just let them hang around and they eventually figured it out. But Arizona looks like they have something with Kyler Murray back. And so I cannot believe they're underdogs here and their defense. Well, not great. It's not horrendous. So I, I, I'm all over Arizona here. This is one of my favorite bets this week. Um, I'm taking them at the money line, obviously, not the one and a half points, but obviously with the spread, I'll also be taking them plus one and a half points. Arizona all day for me. I think this one's a shoe in uh, Arizona. Just got way more offensive weapons. Ari- Los Angeles doesn't have really an offense. They look terrible against Seattle. Uh, like I said, so yeah, all over Arizona once again. Gabby, what do you think? I'm gonna go with the Rams here. Sean McVay versus the Cardinals has an incredible record. It's got it's over 80% win rate. That might be during the Cliff Kingsbury era, but I'm gonna take into account that Conor Murray was there for most of the time, and Conor Murray is now back in under center. So Sean McVay knows how to play against him very well, and I think. Matt Stafford, back to the Puka days. If Cooper Cup's out, I think he's just going to be able to target Puka. And with the return of Kyron Williams, I think this offense is going to keep grooving. So, or get back to its groove, more or less. So, give me the reins here, um, minus one and a half. Nice. Well, at least we have a disagreement there. Like I said earlier, another chance for me to uh, broaden my lead. Um one more before we take a quick break here. We'll take uh, Kansas City coming into Las Vegas. And uh, in this one, Kansas City is, of course, favored by eight and a half points is the number. 
Uh, 42 and a half point over under. They don't think the Raiders are going to do a whole lot of scoring. Gabby, which way are you going with this one? Me, at eight and a half, I'm going to go with the Chiefs here. I think they're going to be able to get back into their groove. And I think that the defense is going to be pretty dominant here because they know O'Connell. They're going to be able to get after him and make his day living hell. So give me the Chiefs minus eight and a half. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, the Raiders, they're kind of they're kind of like the, Bron- the Browns, uh, like we mentioned earlier. I think they got a good team, but uh, in some ways, but I mean, and actually, honestly, the Raiders don't really, but uh, they were playing well with their rookie quarterback, kind of like the Browns are, and and the Raiders, I think, are starting to go downhill, uh, or really have gone downhill, and the and the Browns are going to follow suit soon, but. Uh, I don't have really any faith in the Raiders' offense to do anything. Chiefs coming off a big loss, um, or a, 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 a loss that doesn't feel good, at least. Uh, I think they're motivated to show that they still uh, are a top team in the league, and I think they crush a divisional opponent here. Definitely going to do it by more than uh, more than a touchdown in my mind. So uh, just a, not a big stretch to get that to that eight and a half either. So, uh, yeah, definitely on Kansas City this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as I said, we are going to take a quick break. Uh, we will be right back in just a moment to uh, finish out our picks against the spread, do our survivor picks, uh, and of course, best bets. So we'll be right back. Welcome back in to the Money Call podcast. Uh, we are continuing on where we left off uh, picking every game against the spread here. Last game we picked was the Kansas City versus Las Vegas one. Uh, we both picked Kansas City minus eight and a half. Uh, our next game we're going to be talking about in the last one in that regular afternoon uh, window on Sunday is going to be Buffalo taking on Philadelphia in, Bu- in not in Buffalo, excuse me, in Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia is going to be three and a half point favorites. Uh this is one that's got a 48 and a half point over under. It's supposed to be high scoring. Gabby, where do you think this one's going to end up? Who do you think is going to take you home? This game, I'm going to go with the Eagles. They just, they know how to win football games. They can win a multitude of different ways. And the Bills, they got the groove back with an off new offensive coordinator, but I don't think it's going to be enough here for Philly. So give me Philly minus the points. Yeah, same here. We got another agreement. Um, lots of agreement this week, so hopefully we'll do well as a pod. Uh, but yeah, this one, I just don't see Buffalo really having it figured out. I don't really think they did a ton differently last week. I think they just, honestly, I kind of just feel like Josh Allen had a good game and uh, the team was motivated to do well and they played extra good. And I don't think that necessarily is going to be enough to continue the rest of the season playing well. And I think the Eagles are just a significantly better team. They're a tier above. Uh, so give me Philadelphia minus three and a half as well. Um, but yeah, uh, moving on to our next game, our Sunday night football game. We got Baltimore, great team facing the Chargers, a little bit of a disappointing team in L.A. Uh, the Chargers are, of course, underdogs, even at home, but they're three and a half point underdogs. Gabby, which way are you going here? I'm going with. The Ravens, the Chargers, I, I keep finding a way to lose football games. And I think the Ravens, even though a big loss to Mark Andrews, I think they're going to be able to evolve and 
be able to cover here. Um, I think the Ravens, yeah, they, the way that they're able to even run the football right now, Gus Edwards has nine touchdowns in five games. So he's been dominant. Um, even Keaton Mitchell, his explosion, and Odell Beckham looking like OBJ at the right time. I think the Ravens are going to cruise here. Yeah, uh, totally agree. Um, Baltimore is a Super Bowl contender. The Chargers are going to have their coach fired. So, honestly, the Chargers are lucky to have it this close, to be honest. Um, I don't think it hits the over-under in this one, to be honest. I think the Baltimore uh, defense kind of shuts down the Chargers um, for at least at least somewhat. Um, and I think it's a handy win for uh, Baltimore, or they win handily. Um and I think they definitely cover the three and a half. So give me Baltimore as well. Um, last game we got in this win in this uh, in this week's spread uh, of games is Chicago coming into Minnesota as three and a half point underdogs. Uh, Justin Fields back last week, obviously for Chicago, looked all right. Almost uh, beat the beat the Lions. Um, didn't get it done. Um, for me though, I think I saw enough that I have uh, I have some belief in Chicago. I think they have a pretty good chance to win the game this week. Uh, I, I like them at the at the money line to be honest, uh, but I love them with the three and a half points here. I think it's a close game no matter what. Um, and I was just impressed with Justin Fields, and I think Minnesota is just is due to kind of um, to come down a little bit and uh, continue there. Uh, I don't think they. I don't. I mean, I guess they lost last week, so it's not going to be a discontinuation of wins. But um, I think they just. I just don't think they're that great. I think they're kind of on the downturn, and um, yeah. So I'm all over Chicago here, plus three and a half, um, and I like them at the money line as well. And in in prime time, I think Justin Fields comes to life. He's a he's a prolific player. Honestly, he's. Uh, I don't know if he's enough to take your team uh, where you want to go. I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback, but he is super entertaining and he definitely makes plays um, on, with his legs at, at the very least. And he's got an arm too. So uh, yeah, give me Chicago this week uh, over Minnesota plus the three and a half. Uh, what do you think, Gabby? For me, I'm going to go with Chicago here as well. Justin feels back into the fold. I loved how he's been pushing the ball down the field. Um, another week where he's able to get his some grip back into that hand of his. Um, I think the offense, the defense actually has been really good, especially that run defense last six weeks. So I think they're going to be able to st- uh, stuff Ty Chandler and Alexander Madison, and it's going to be a tough day for everybody. So give me the Bears here plus the points. Another agreement there. That's, uh, I think, three agreements in a row to uh, four agreements in a row to finish her out there. So. Yeah, like I said, big agreement day, which means uh, we better be right about those ones. Otherwise, we'll look silly. Uh, but anyways, um, not those ones specifically, but the ones we <laughs> pick the same ones on uh, overall. Uh, but anyways, that's going to be it for our picks against the spread this week. Um, best bets time. Gabby, do you mind telling me what you, uh, what you would recommend as your best bets this week? Yeah, my best bets are going to be the over 44 for the Bucks. Uh for, over 44 for the Bucks Colts game. Um I like the Giants plus three and a half, that Bucks plus two and a half. Um, and that Bears plus three and a half. I'm gonna put that in a six point teaser. 
right now. Get it across all those key numbers. And some of the other bets that I do like as well are going to be the Chiefs minus eight and a half. I might actually tease, yeah, I'm going to add that in there. I'm going to tease that down as well. And, um, yeah, I like the Titans at minus three and a half as well. I think they're going to cover that game pretty easily. Nice. Um, for me, I also love uh, Chicago. My 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 absolute favorite bet this week is probably Tampa Bay, uh, plus two and a half over Indianapolis. But uh, I also love uh, Arizona over the Rams. Um, I like that at the money line because the spread is so small. Um, the spread is only one and a half points in in uh, in favor of the of the of the Rams. Um, and I, and I also love Pittsburgh. Uh, over over Cincinnati, I definitely think they win, and they win by more than the two points there. So, uh, give me give me uh, give me Pittsburgh as well, and then some honorable mentions for me. I honestly really like. Oh, I almost forgot Denver. Uh, Denver, what is their spread again? I'm forgetting it all off the top of my head, and I can't find it now. Oh, Denver minus one and a half. Give me that uh, all day. I like Denver a lot in that matchup. Uh, but honorable honorable mentions, as I mentioned. Uh, honorable mentions, as I mentioned, that's funny. Um, Baltimore minus three and a half over the Chargers, and uh, give me Jacksonville minus one and a half over Houston. I like those a lot as well, but not quite the best bet category, but like them a lot. Um, yeah, that's it for best bets for me. Uh, we'll move on to survivor picks here. Uh, this week it's tough, it's getting down to it. My top two would be Kansas City over Las Vegas and Miami over the Jets, but I highly suspect if you made it this far, you've picked one of those teams, or at least or both probably um, in your survivor pools. But if you haven't, I definitely would take would take one. Um, for me, kind of a dark horse pick that, I mean, maybe not so dark horse anymore, but uh, one of the picks that I really love this week um, that you may not have used is Pittsburgh over Cincinnati. Um I think Pittsburgh has a really great chance to get it done. I actually really am surprised that the spread is so low um, without Joe Burrow. I, I really like them. If you have to pick a team, that's a little bit more iffy. Um, so I'd be going that way. Uh, Dallas over Washington. That uh, Dallas is almost assured to get a win as well if you uh, if you haven't used them for whatever reason. But you, again, probably have. So, yeah, mainly my real real recommendation if you're looking for something, that's a little out of the box. It's going to be Pittsburgh over Cincinnati. But uh, what do you think, Gabby? For me, I like the Giants. If you haven't used the Giants, I think it's going to be a good week. Mm. You have to get a little bit gritty. So like the Giants, if you use the Titans yet, this would be the time to use the Titans. Um, and then outside of that, I think all the big teams, if you're this far along, you've probably used them by now. And if you haven't, um, the Chiefs, with a Cowboys team like that, it would be the time to use them. I honestly, I think uh, Tampa Bay and Arizona are fine dark horses as well. Um, just throwing that in there. But yeah, that's uh, that's going to be everything for uh, this episode. That's our, our full schedule there. Thank you for joining us. If you've listened to us uh, for just this episode or throughout the uh, throughout the season uh, thus far. Thank you. We're thankful for you this Thanksgiving. Um, subscribe, 
rate the show. That'd be helpful for us. Um, we appreciate you, you listening. Um, Gabby, any final uh, comments for our listeners um, before we sign off here? No, uh, just happy Thanksgiving, I guess. So, I, yes, I do. Sorry. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and hopefully these bets will get you guys some monies and you can roll it over in the Black Friday. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think we should all be measuring our success by if we have a good Thanksgiving, uh, some good fun. And uh, if we win enough in our bets to uh, on the day of to uh, cover our beer for the day, that should be the goal, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> that right. good. yeah, everybody, uh, best of luck with your bets. Have a great Thanksgiving and we will catch you next week.